0: With us today is Ambassador John Bolton, uh, and uh, he was a uh, National Security Advisor to uh, President Trump, and uh, Ambassador to the United Nations, and one smart guy. Uh, ambassador, uh, we got a mess in our hands. Uh, uh, there's news coming out the last uh, uh, on Thursday and Friday, and uh, uh, that uh, the facts uh, that China has engaged Iran to to exchange diplomatic relations with, with Saudi Arabia. And on Thursday Wednesday or Thursday, Saudi Arabia was advancing $5 billion to Turkey's central bank to, to shore them up. Uh, I see the handwriting on the wall where there's good against evil. There's a, there, there's a new formation of power in the world uh, being led by China. I'd love to have your opinion. What the heck is going on?
1: We're sitting still, and the Chinese, the Russians, Iran, North Korea, and several others. Uh, are moving to shore up their relations and threaten us in a lot of different places and dealing for example with Saudi Arabia what what this reflects is uh their fear that the US administration still hasn't given up on a nuclear deal getting back into the nuclear deal with Iran uh it's an indication that the that the Saudis and others are trying to hedge their bets with China and Russia because they don't think the United States has the resolve and the fortitude uh, necessary to do what they need to do to, to protect uh, the world against Iran and and uh, and its intentions both on the terrorist front and the nuclear front. And what the Chinese are doing is is just basic blocking and tackling. They want access to as many oil reserves as they can get. They're uh, ch- they're Iran's biggest customer now, but they they just uh, they'd like to have access to Saudi Arabia. They're increasing purchases of Russian oil and gas, frustrating the U.S. and western european sanctions uh... the chinese have a strategy they've been following We we, we kind of wander around from day to day and uh... i think it's becoming increasingly evident and i hope the twenty twenty four presidential election provides a forum to debate this we, we've got to get our act together in the united states or or this is only going to get worse
0: i i agree with you one hundred percent uh... and uh, uh... as i told you i had uh... Uh, general keen on on thursday on my show and he is still uh, so very upset of what happened in afghanistan and how everyone everyone of president biden's advisors told, advised him don't do it the way you, you're you're doing it and he did it anyway i mean what the yep. heck is going on
1: no, you know there were hearings last week too, including some uh, some uh, former service members who were at Kabul at the time of the evacuation, uh, and others who had served in Afghanistan who, uh, for 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 well over a year now, have been still trying to get out. Interpreters and other Afghans that aided America and the coalition forces while we were there, and that are real uh, real risk from uh, from the Taliban, and uh, it just shows how catastrophic the withdrawal was and how. Uh, catastrophic it is for American interest. Uh, and the Chinese are taking full advantage of it. So are the Russians. We left a huge vacuum in Central Asia, and, and they're going to try and fill it if other foreign terrorists don't fill it first. If if we don't think about these threats soon, then, then things move faster in international affairs than people think. I mean, take China's buildup of its nuclear weapons and its capability to hit the United States with land-based ballistic missiles, submarine-based missiles, cruise missiles, Uh, they're they're moving full steam ahead. And yet uh, at the end of last week, uh, President Biden proposed an increase in the defense budget that was less than the inflation rate. Out of a $7 trillion-plus proposed budget, defense is around $850 billion. That's not a small amount of money. But it pales in comparison to over almost seven trillion used on domestic expenditures, and and it's uh, uh, it's something that's going to come back to bite us if if we don't pull our socks up.
0: The Ukraine, you know, uh, China tried to give advice to uh, 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 the world uh, about Ukraine and and Russia. I mean, it seems like now Russia is a subsidiary of uh, uh, of China. Is that going anywhere?
1: Well, I think one of the biggest winners of the war in Ukraine has been China. You know, if Russia were to win and and at at the at the maximum retake all of Ukraine that would be a victory for for China's ally that would strengthen China as well but frankly if Russia continues to get chewed up in Ukraine that just makes Russia more dependent on China so China wins there as well they're 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 in the catbird seat here but it's it's exactly right to say that uh, we're watching Russia slip increasingly under Chinese control you know back in the cold war uh, the the Sino-Soviet alliance It was the Soviet Union that was very much the senior partner. It's 180 degrees opposite now. This is is China's alliance. It's putting together, and and Russia's the junior partner, and that's not good for any of us. I'd like to find ways to pry Russia away from China. I think that's impossible to do while this war is going on, And, and it's really only after Ukraine regains its territory and maybe we see some changes in Russia that we're going to get that chance.
0: What would you like to tell the American people? I mean it's Sunday morning they're, they're sitting down having their their, their coffee and uh, they don't know if they should be, be, should be zigging or zagging.
1: American citizens always rise to the challenge for for people around the world have told us for decades, America's over the hill. They don't they can't uh, they can't mind their own store. They don't know what they're doing. I, I would never bet against the United States. But I think as we enter this election season and, you know, we're already in the 2024 campaign, Americans have got to say to the prospective presidential candidates, what's your national security policy? What are you going to do to keep the country strong and safe from all of these external threats? We You know we haven't talked about the threat of international terrorism, but it's still there. Thousands of foreign terrorists have gone back into Afghanistan. We can see Iran uh, trying to commit terrorist acts in the United States itself. Uh, we've got a lot of things to worry about there, and we need leaders who are up to the task of doing that. And I don't think our current president is up to the task. So others who, who may want to get to that job need to need to come up with a strategy. What are they going to do? We can talk about the war in Ukraine. What are our objectives? What's the strategy? What weapons does Ukraine need? How are we going to end this successfully and rapidly so that the innocent civilians in Ukraine don't bear Uh, more of the of the agony they've had to go through here. But we don't we don't have enough discussions like that. And I I just hope everybody thinks and prays for the country that we get leadership that can do that.
0: Understood. Well, Ambassador John Bolton, thank you for everything you've done for our country and continue to speak out for our country. And uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon.
1: Well, thanks for having me. Glad to do it.
0: Thank you.